What's going on, guys? We got a new national champion. The University yes. of Georgia. Ugga's big fan is saying, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'm just messing. What's going on, everybody? It was another episode for The Last Give. Two months already into the books for this season two already, JPs. Time flying. I know. It really eight. is. It really is. It really is. And, you know, a lot's happened. A lot that we need to talk about. A lot that I'm not too proud of. Well, then, it's not you, I don't think, is not to be proud of. I think it's the NFL just being stupid. Yeah. Yes. Like, we, we I take mean, a- you don't have to feel bad. You just look down at them because, like, let's, let's be real here. Like, you yourself shouldn't be feeling bad. You should be feeling bad for the guys who are losing their... <laughs> what's up, y'all? That, what's up, <laughs> What's going on? We want to welcome uh, Steve to the show once again, aka Sad Gator. Uh, oh my gosh, I don't know why I thought about Will Ferrell when I saw Gator. Will Ferrell? Yeah, well, I, I, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. It was from a movie. But um, yeah, we got a fun one tonight. We got a fun one tonight. Any, anything else? It's the, the biggest Ugga fan. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, All right, but y'all, y'all know what's up. We got to like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. We got this NFL playoffs stuff to hit up first before we – unless y'all want to do the national championship first. Which one y'all want to do first, NFL playoffs or national championship? It's totally that's up, up to y'all. y'all. Quick your show, your Before pick. we hit this intro. Yeah, All right, let's show. do let's do a national championship first. We'll just do a quick run now. What you guys think? Let's get this intro hitting up, J Peeps. All right, let's get to it. Was what 33 18? 33 18. I think it was 33 18 was a weird score. It was about accurate. I kind of I felt like it was gonna be field goals all night. I figured good defensive game. Oh, yeah. Whoever the last field goal was gonna win it. But then Georgia just blew the door open. Yeah, Stetson Bennett. Um well first it was that critical run by Cook. Yes. Um so that was I think that was the yeah. first touchdown of the whole game. Um, and then he and then Bama came up with a big answer, but Stetson Bennett with that forty-yard touchdown pass. You know, I I gotta give it to Stetson Bennett. I mean, I know they're UGA, and I'm supposed to hate them, but like the guy's a, a walk-on. It's his his dream school. 
um, you know, what a great opportunity to like get to win a national championship, the first national championship in 41 years for your, for your dream school. I mean, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. And he showed up at good morning America drunk. So that was really nice of him too. <laughs> Did yeah, y'all see I that video? That. I saw that. He was hungover. Yeah, he like the drunk. most hangover guy in America. <laughs> goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, Man, that I was did. wrong for them to have that, but whatever. Like to have him on this morning, I let the man join. I hey, yeah. I gotta give him props for getting up there and you know. I mean, make, yeah, it can't be no worse than what remember what J.R. Smith did back when Cleveland won the title. Can't be no worse than him. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, look, he he ain't even shower. <laughs> no, I think the best uh celebration is um oh I can't think of his name. The, the um The best was Joe Burrow smoking the cigars and then after winning the chip in twenty twenty, yeah. but not Victor Hedman. Um oh my gosh. Kucherov. Kucherov, yeah. Kucherov thank at you. the, pre- the press conference. The best, best celebration of all time. No one will ever tell Number one that. bullshit. Number one bullshit is what he his was. <laughs> But um, yeah, Kirby's smart though. He joins he joins Bear Bryant, Steve Spurrier, Philip Fulmer, and Bear Bryant, and I believe there's two other guys. I can't remember. I know I know he's the sixth one to do it. Oh no, one other guy. He's the sixth one to do. It. I forget who it was though to win a national championship at his alma mater, and how fitting it was. Yeah, I mean, you know the. Georgia's kind of had that uh, Alabama, the Alabama issues for the last couple of years. You know, a lot of people slept on Kirby Smart. There were a lot of people saying that Kirby wasn't a good coach, that he was just a great recruiter. But, you know, I never really bought into that. Um, I think he's both, you know. And, and if it wasn't for Alabama, they probably have one or two more national championships, to be honest. I and I don't think they're done yet, you know. I mean, the way they're stockpiling talent um, – you know, unfortunately, you know, for for my fellow Gator fans, I think we're going to be hearing from Georgia quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, JP. Yeah. So I need to I need to make a call out here. I was just looking at the ticker, bro. You got you said I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure you had is um Alabama's favorite to repeat in 2023. We need to fix that to Georgia. Well, I, mean, look, I think you, you, you typed it in wrong. The championship mm-hmm. will be 2023. But it'll be the year 2023. But that's that's the truth. Like Alabama, already according to most preseason polls, the way too early ones is they're favored to be back with a vengeance. Yeah, I mean, but you, the way how you had it made it look like they want. I just making sure you, don't be like that guy who got the poor, the poor guy oh, got an Alabama oh, hat. You know the one I'm talking about? They gave oh, the kid a Alabama national championship cap instead of oh the Georgia one. I know, I know what you're talking about. All right, what you mean? So, who do y'all think? I mean, is if not Bama, if not Georgia, who else has a shot next year? Honestly, outside the SEC, I mean, if Ohio State gets their act together, I'm gonna Stroud getting another year, maybe. I'm saying like this. I think usually if not alabama or if not georgia it's going to be someone that we and this is how it's usually been with eh, well lsu we kind of knew they would be something in 2019 but it's usually well, been we didn't know what joe burrow was going to be until he yeah 
So, I mean, usually it, if it comes from within the SEC, like the depths of the SEC, it's going to be someone that we don't know about yet. And if it comes from outside of the SEC, I think Clemson's time is set with what's going on. Ohio State, I just don't think when it comes to playing someone from down this way, I don't think they'll get it done. Oregon, just no. Um, Oklahoma, maybe. Mm, I lost a lot of guys. I don't know if I'm buying on Venables yet. Maybe. Um, I mean, they got Dylan Gabriel. I don't know. We got to see how that works. I mean, if I'm, I, I, I would have put my chips on Oklahoma. I mean, I guess that means Caleb Williams is all but gone. But oh, here uh, he's in the transfer portal. I know, but he didn't. He didn't sign with anybody yet, right? No. So in no. theory, he could come back. He probably won't, but he could. Yeah. Um, but I guess if, if Oklahoma went and got Dylan Gabriel, then the writing's probably on the wall. All I know is if if, if Caleb Williams end up, ends up in Georgia, I'm gonna throw up. So. I was thinking Ole Miss, but my gosh, if he did end up at Georgia, oh man, game changer! Georgia repeat probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, but I did say something last night, like right before kickoff, that kind of made me think for a minute, and it was just the fact that I was like thinking to myself, okay, Georgia, if you don't get them now, when are you going to get them? Because in a couple of years, they'll be in the East with you. And that's going to be the game of the year that decides who wins the East. Yeah. It's at some point, something's got to give. If you want a championship, you better get them now. Because if not now, win. Yeah. Especially with Bama being down like their two best wide receivers. I mean, let's be real. If Williams and Mechie were playing that game, I don't. I don't think Georgia wins, but, you know, that's just part of the game. Injuries are part of the game. That's the point. I don't even think if Williams got hurt, they probably wouldn't have won. I mean, Georgia, if yeah. Williams didn't get hurt, probably. Yeah, maybe. I mean, um, who was the guy that stepped up from Hall? I mean, he he made some good catches, but he missed a couple critical ones, oh too, my at the tight end. He's from, he's from Val Rico. He went to Bloomingdale High School. Oh, I didn't know he was a local guy. Yeah, number 84. That's – Oh my god! Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, Hall, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I Hall, I think it was. Yeah, I yeah, think he, it was Hall. He caught the touchdown, but there was there was a couple, um, drops, and then the the one kid who like broke open but just wasn't fast enough to get the the touchdown. They caught him from behind. I I don't know who it was. The tight end. I don't think it was the tight end. I think it was a, another wide receiver, but I don't. What the linebacker? Was. I think is who caught him though. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But he like I, when he when he broke open, I'm like, man, if this guy, if this was Williams or Mechie, that's a touchdown, right? But yeah, instead, I know I know which player you're talking about. Oh, a a guy Hall, a guy Hall. He's a wide receiver. He's 6'3", 195, a freshman from Valrico. Yeah, that's the guy that caught the touchdown. But there was some. There was another guy maybe it was the tight end i don't know it was it was somebody earlier in the game caught a, a ball and they were like they were run from behind but they had a chance to score if they were faster they they had nothing but open field in front of them that might have been billingsley maybe number 19 maybe maybe it was um 
but yeah, just a lot of missed opportunities for for Bama and you know Georgia. Georgia gets the the first national championship in my lifetime, and I'm old, so you know. <laughs> first national championship in all of our lifetimes. Yeah, up until this point, it was really just Sugar Bowl appearances, and that was it. Yeah. And I don't so think let me done. ask you guys this one. So you guys think Stetson Bennett can make a thing in the NFL, or you think he's just like a college thing? I, I don't think he'll do good. Uh, I don't think he's going to do good. He's like Jake he'll Coker. He'll be like a Jake Coker. Yeah, exactly what I think. He's like Jake Coker. He's going to be when, playing on a celebrity golf circuit in a few years. That's going to be mm-hmm. that's what, <laughs> yeah. just taking it easy. Probably just, probably somebody hook him up with a nice desk job in Georgia. Yeah. I'll tell you now, he's one of those guys that will probably – spend the rest of his days maybe doing celebrity golf tournaments, having a good <laughs> job in the state of Georgia, and every time he goes to Athens, he'll never have to pay for anything for the rest of his life. I, yep. Yeah. 100%. I mean, he's a hero. A walk-on. A former walk-on. I mean, if he wasn't a bulldog, I'd think it was the most incredible story, but because he's he's a bulldog, I can't like it too much. But Yeah. Yeah. But one thing I will say, though, is that, and I got to give him credit, is, well, not give him credit, but I will say just be on the watch out. When when Alabama goes to the East in a few years, how long until Jimbo and Texas A&M kind of become what Georgia is now? I mean, I, I what, think. Running the other side is what you're asking? <clears throat> uh, go go right. side Gator. I mean, it's they're gonna have to run through LSU too, um, mm-hmm. so it's 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 not gonna be um, quite as wide open. I mean, it's the same situation that Alabama's in right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, Texas A and M, I think is is really well positioned. I, a lot of people joke because they haven't really done anything and they're paying Jimbo that fat contract. But sometimes you gotta lay the groundwork first, and yeah. you know, don't sleep on Texas and, and oil money in that state. Um, especially with like NIL. I mean, those guys are well positioned <clears throat> to, to, to get top recruiting classes. And, and Jimbo Fisher, we already know that he's won a national championship. He's just got to get his players in there. He's got to get his quarterback. He's had some bad luck. Uh, certainly he had some bad luck with the quarterback position this year. He ain't um, going to fix it with Max Johnson, I'll tell you that. What's that? I said he ain't going to fix it the next two years with Max Johnson. <laughs> I mean – yeah, I. But I, I'm telling like Texas A&M fans, I think will be patient. I mean, they haven't won a national championship yeah. since like before World War II, so yeah, um, they got nothing but patience, I think. And mm-hmm. and they know what's coming for them. They know like when the SEC realigns. I mean, let, let's be honest. Like program wise, Texas A&M right now is in a better position than Texas. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would argue that they're in a better position than Oklahoma. You know, even yeah. though Oklahoma has won a more recent national championship, looking forward, I mean, they're in the state of Texas, and it's always easier to recruit in your home state than to recruit out of it. Yep. Um, and they just got way more money. <laughs> way they got they got a ton of money in Texas A and M. Yes, yes, and like I said, because I I didn't I didn't think Jimbo would have left Florida. Like he, I don't think he would have left Florida State for LSU. But Texas A&M, obviously, with the contract they gave him, I was like, it makes sense. It makes a ton of sense to just go up and leave and go to Texas A&M. Plus, I mean, the situation in Tallahassee didn't benefit him in any sort of way, shape, or form. 
and they didn't give him what he wanted. So, I mean, of course, go to Texas A&M and get whatever you want. It works out for you. And I think up until like a couple of years ago, Florida and Florida State both kind of had the same mentality of they were going to try to do things on the cheap. And now they're starting to realize that they've, they've both been left like in the dust, right? Florida, Florida State, and Miami, really. Miami probably to, a, to an even worse extent. Like their facilities, I think, are in need of a big time upgrade. And hopefully, you know, they might, I don't want to say hopefully, but they might get that with, with Crystal Ball. But, um, you know, the big three in Florida have not been the big three in Florida because other programs in the neighboring states have been poaching talent because they got more talent, better facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida, Florida better State, programs. and Miami got to catch up. And this, is, this is why someone someone was asking the question last night, you know, when are the, big, when are the top dogs in Florida going to stand back up and fight? And I told him, I was like, when the day Nick Saban retires is when you may see change. And they were like, God, when is that going to be? And I'm just like, well, he's extended through 2028. Kirby and Georgia are going to still be here for a while. And then you got to still worry about Texas A&M, LSU. You never know when LSU is going to come alive. So I'm, I'm just like, and I'm like, the first one to do it will have the ultimate test of taking down Nick Saban, but having to do it consistently. And Who do you so if you who do you think is best positioned to to of the big three in Florida, who is the best positioned to uh to be the first one to climb back up to the top? Honestly, right now, without even honestly, it by I'm not even gonna be biased when I say it and I know the truth. It is Florida, I think, based off of what they're doing and the amount of moves they're making and stuff. I think it is Florida. Behind Florida, I have more faith in Florida State to get back. And then Miami, Miami's administration, it's good you got crystal ball, but the administration needs to start caring about athletics as a whole. All right. So this one this one came out today. So Florida is hiring Rob Sale as their offensive coordinator, except the kick is he was a Giants office, offensive line coach, and the Giants offensive line wasn't that good. Yeah, I mean, but they had a lot of injuries, and and that coordinator title I think was just a move to to get him more money. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's going to be calling plays, or at least not. Okay, I'm just thinking. I don't know how it works in Florida. I'm, I'm Listen, have you seen the years. offensive line in Florida? It, it, I mean, we need help, and we haven't recruited you know that great on the offensive line either. Hey, here's the other thing too. Um, how should I say this? The NFL and college ball are different because, so I, because I mean, honestly, his MO might be having to bust 18, 23 year olds in the behind. You can't do that with no grown man. You can't, you can't bust a grown man in the chops like that consistently because he's why he's making more than you. No, just, yeah. just ask Gervin how it worked. That's true. That's exactly. true. All right, so you guys want to move on? Yeah, we got to move on. We got to move on. So we got. All right, what? you want to go? Go. Get the Am NFL. Now? Yeah, he looks like he wants to get off him, but he he's too afraid. There you go. All right, I'm free now. All right, let's do the NFL stuff. Awesome. So, first thing I'm going to lead off with while he's doing that is the Patriots right, three. All right, so what you guys want to talk about with this Patriots-Bills 
Pete matchup. Because actually a couple of them is like the third game. Yeah. So we got the Patriots won the first one. The Bills won the second one. The first one was kind of a crazy game in Buffalo. You guys Ooh, got a question. Could you guys imagine Dion at FSU and Ed Reed in Miami coaching? I think that Honestly, second one is more plausible. The that second one, Ed Reed's still there as a um what is it? Oh my gosh, I forget his title, but he's like a mentor basically to those kids. Florida State had their chance with Dion and Florida State slipped up. Dion's and coaching him. Exactly. Another top rec- top receiver Sunday or Saturday. Yeah. Dion look, Dion wanted to make Charlie Ward the offensive coordinator. They they screwed up. That's they fumbled point. the bag. Big That's time. That's their loss. Yep. Florida State. I love it. Keep keep recruiting, Dion. I was gonna say, wait a minute. Florida State. Hold, hold up, wait a minute. Sad Gator. Because you, you do know that these recruits are considering Florida too, right? I mean, I know, but Travis Hunter was was a, a Florida State lock all year. Um and I look, I know Dion Dion's eventually gonna like go after somebody that Florida has a an opportunity to to land. So <clears throat> overall it's just funnier when it happens to Florida State, though, because he's he's poaching them. Uh, he's an alum. You know, he's got a bone to pick with them. It's funny until they do it to Florida. <laughs> that is true. That's true. I, I agree. I agree. Right. Um, so what were yes. we on with the Patriots and Bills again? Oh, yeah, we were talking about the games. I'm excited for it. I think there's gonna be one thing to decide who wins that game is that the page, uh, the Bills run defense holds. Yeah, I think honestly the um, the consistency. Whoever stays the most consistent in this game will win it. Bill Belichick's a master at it. Is it's just he he will do his he'll do his best to not make as many mistakes because you know the Patriots are, have always been a disciplined team that pays attention to detail, kind of like. Alabama for the most part. And again, like I said, if they whoever whoever plays the cleanest game will advance. And I guess bad news too for Josh Allen. Apparently it's supposed to snow in this game up up there in Buffalo. Um, so Sad Gators. Sad Gators boy Devin Singletary is uh he's been on a hot streak right now. I know because he essentially beat me with Devin Singletary. That was a yeah. great uh, wire pickup for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. He he beat me by like 100 in the championship. <laughs> well, I also uh, lost Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, but that's a whole rant for another day. If it's snowing, I mean, yeah, that's 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 that, that bodes, I think, better for, for the Patriots. Um, I, just run it. Harris. I like Damian Harris running the ball if they have to set up the run. Versus if he stays healthy, oh, yeah, he's been dealing with the hamstring for the last like couple weeks. So, if he stays healthy, but they also got Ramondre Stevenson right there. So, I think they might throw that ball probably under if it's the under. What's the over under on Mac Jones throws? I'm taking the under. I feel like he'll throw it probably under 10. He'll throw it 20 20 times minimum. Oh, that's a little high. Yeah, I don't even think he throws it 20 times on a regular beat. I think he will because I think it'll be a combination of swing routes and short routes. Not oh, too, yeah. Nothing too crazy in the snow. 
But again, this is going to be a game where I think Josh Allen can't do it himself. He needs his running game to come alive because that's what the Patriots are going to do. They're going to key in on Josh Allen because they know him running makes that offense go. And the more you can limit him, the more you have a chance of really shutting them down. So, I mean, don't don't be surprised if we see first-round exit with Buffalo. I'm, I'm banking yeah, I'm on it. Shocked. I, y'all weren't alive when the Bills used to just blow it every year. Um, but that's like forever burned in my memory is the Bills just like not making it. I've watched. Oh, no, they made it. They just couldn't win the last game. Yeah. I've watched so many of those. I've watched those Super Bowls from time to time. It is so sad. Like I, Thurman Thomas losing his helmet. And then you got the just the embarrassment in Pasadena where Dallas like I think that's like the last time someone hung up hung 50 in a Super Bowl and then well, Seattle came close in like 2013 yeah and then the Bucks came close in 2002 but I mean it's just it's sad and then they made fun of they made fun of the Washington Redskins offensive line and got <laughs> flat out embarrassed the third time around, I believe it was. And then, of course, Dallas just put the final nail in the coffin the fourth year, and they never went back. Yeah. We're just riding on the Bills. And they're not going to make it this year. Sad yeah. sad Bills Mafia. They're, they're not. Again, I'm telling you, Dan Marino and Josh – not Josh Allen, but Dan Marino. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly, two QBs that could have won Super Bowls but just never got them. Yeah, if they were playing today, like in this in in the modern age, they would have like demanded a trade. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I say the same thing about Barry Sanders. Yeah, man, Barry Sanders. Uh, I mean, if if Calvin Johnson came out, let's just say his career, like the, the the span of his career, right? If you move that five years later, so not like he played five extra years, but like the same amount of years he played, just move it five years later, so he'd be playing in this age. You think he would have got a trade out of Detroit? I think he would have. Yeah, maybe. If he didn't get all the injuries tacked on, they would have. They would have had to get him. They would have had to have gotten him out of the division. I think. Because I was going to say got him out of the conference. They would have yeah. traded him out of the conference. Oh yeah, they would. You would have had to because you don't want to see that guy in the playoffs or even in the regular season by chance. But um. Let's go to the other third matchup, or you guys want to talk about the Steelers? No I way. I took a blind faith click I on can't, that. I can't, I can't see it. I mean, I was def- um, somebody said we were robbed. We have to, we were robbed of seeing Justin Herbert in the playoffs, and we have to see Ben Roethlisberger again. And I was like, you know what? I don't hate it because the Chargers did that to themselves, and also I I couldn't see Ben go out on another game's tie like. I already saw Breeze go out on a whole broken body. You saw Rivers, he was throwing like a medicine ball at that point. I mean, Ben Ben, Ben actually threw some good uh, balls against Baltimore, but it's like you can't see a guy like that just retire because another team played for a tie. Yeah, no, that kind of would have been sad to go out like that. That would have been. Well, at least let him go out on his own terms. If his team gets blown out like, what, 30-something or 40-something to 10 like it was the last time this season. Right. I mean, it, it, it does suck. That. His his career is going to come to an end in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead. Sunday night. 
yeah, it, it does suck. But I mean, again, you never know. This this is the beauty of football. What? Well, just give the ball to Najee Harris forty times. No, oh no, no. I was gonna say they the Chiefs got horses that can run after him. But I mean, I mean yeah, Chris Jones will just mess him up. The Chiefs, they they just have to come out and have a bad day in order for the Steelers to advance and pull this off. No, they they for that their secondary would have to collapse and their offensive line would have to collapse. Yes. Now this, I mean, this is going to be pull, the shortest. Just don't do any TikToks before the game, and you might have a shot. <laughs> because I mean, Jackson Mahomes might just go and do something stupid, piss off the Steelers, and then get his team beat again. But I mean, this is going to be the shortest the goodbye tour. Of all time. It really bye bye. bye bye Ben Roethlisberger. It really is. Well, hey, look. He, but hey, he won a Super Bowl. It's Pittsburgh. Two? They've won plenty of Super Bowls. I don't feel you know, I have no sympathy for the Steelers. Me neither. I think this is like this is like the first time where we're not really seeing like a lot of consistency from that organization. They, yeah, they're they've, in a been, weird ha- place. they've been doing rough the last three years. What do you do with the quarterback situation? People are making a joke that Sean Watson is the only one to carry his legacy. So, some people have said you go get Russell Wilson or Jameis, or I, I'm someone said, as I long as it's Jameis. I I had a Steelers fan this morning the, tell the, me the as long as it's not Mason Rudolph. I can have a whole thing on that. Just don't play Mason Rudolph, please don't. Yeah, someone said as long as it's not Mason Rudolph, they don't <laughs> care who it is. Just find somebody, because <laughs> Mason ain't it. That's what. That's basically all they just say. Mason is not. Mason it. definitely ain't it. That's interesting. I, 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 I like Russell Wilson. I don't want to see him go to Pittsburgh. I don't. Pittsburgh's won enough. They can, they can chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jaguars haven't won diddly squat in a loss. I mean, yeah. That's what, That's my point. Like, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm dying over here of thirst. I'm in the desert. Look, Steelers Jeff. fans are like in an oasis. Hey, y'all kept y'all kept Indianapolis out of the playoffs. You beat them. Indianapolis. What, that was incredible. In, in, in Jacksonville. <laughs> hey, Trevor Lawrence had his best game uh, of the season. It was real encouraging. It's nice to to have a, a win and go out like that. You don't have a bad taste in your mouth. My biggest fear was that this was such a crazy year for the Jaguars and with the whole Urban Meyer thing that I was really worried that they'd ruin tr- Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, you know, there's hope, hope springs eternal. I'm sure they'll blow the coaching higher and it'll probably be bad about, you know, game one halftime next year, but at least for now I have hope. So what, what will be your reaction if Brian Flores is named the head coach of the Jaguars? You know what? I I, so I, I was texting with some buddies of mine who were Miami fans and I was like, I can't believe they let Flores go because, you know, my, my friends were. They, they always spoke really highly of Flores. And I was like, you know what? I, I'd take Brian Flores in Jacksonville right now. My only reservation is all the noise about him and, like, Tua and the GM not getting along. And so it's like, uh, I've seen enough of that in the organization already when they had Coughlin. Obviously, Meyer, you know, had his issues. I really don't want a guy that's going to be, like, abrasive. And I, you know, I mean, if he did come, hopefully, like he would embrace Trevor Lawrence, and we could, you know, 
move forward from that. That would be my only fear with, with Brian Flores is, is some of these reports coming out that he's he's a little bit hard to get along with. But, I mean, there's two sides to every story. Um, <clears throat> he definitely had the Dolphins playing hard. I mean, listen, I'm so thirsty for anything right now. I would take 500. 500 sounds beautiful to Jacksonville fans. So just just give me somebody that, like, wins almost as many games as they lose, and that's that's improvement. Okay, so quick question before we talk about the rest of these playoff things. Um, who would be your ideal hire for a head coach? Like, perfect scenario, dream scenario. Like, who would it be? Uh, I haven't really given it much thought. Um, I you know right, I'll give you I'll give you five names and like pick one of them. All right, so you got right. you got Brian Lefwich, you got Eric Bieniemy, you got Todd Bowles, uh, Kellen Moore, and Doug Peterson. Out of those five, I I I was gonna say Peterson of those. I I was gonna say Peterson. Really? Yeah. Oh. It really That's honestly it, it makes the most sense too. I mean. I mean, I guess that makes more sense because I mean, Bianami and Bo- uh, Left, which would be first-time head coaches. So, I mean, you know what you're gonna get in Peterson. So, I yeah, you know sense. what? Like, I feel bad for Bianami Leftwich because his career in Jacksonville didn't go quite as planned, and he had beef with. with I think Del Rio kind of did him a little dirty, um, or at least there was some beef. Who knows what? Who knows what went on behind the scenes? But like, if I'm Byron Leftwich, man, I don't want that job. I mean, do you really want your first first head coaching job to be uh, to be Jacksonville? Um, I, I think you got to get a guy who who's got some mm-hmm. some coaching experience, head coaching experience underneath him. I think it's a bad fit. Thank it's you. not that I don't like Leftwich. I think he's he's been great, and I think he deserves an opportunity. But I just think it's a bad fit, and and I hate to see him That's blow his opportunity. You know, with with frankly a bad organization. You're right. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. more about that stuff next and hot topics, but that's a one good thing. One thing I will say before before we do move on to the next one is the interesting thing about that was is you had Jimmy Smith. Yeah, it was Jimmy Smith was lobbying for Byron Leftwich because he was like, we need to restore order in Jacksonville. We need to make Jacksonville be feared once again. And then honestly, I think the last time I, I watched a Jacksonville game on Monday night, Al Michaels was calling it. So I'm and, and Steve Steve knows about back in the day on Monday Night Football, how good it used to be. This is before his time, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I mean, all right. Can we have a rant about Sean McVay being, um, having no balls? Oh, yeah. Let's, I want to oh, hear your thoughts on this. Big I want to hear this, too, because oh, I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> you have the floor, Ace. That man. That man. It's 45 and 0. They make this such a big, big deal. 45 and 0 when leading at halftime. Yeah, you got no ball, Sean McVay. You was up seven to under two minutes. You ran the damn ball. It's three times and you had under 20 rushing yards the entire game. Or like under 50 rushing yards the entire game. The hell wrong with you? You go and throw that ball at least once to go try to win that game. I don't know. I don't know if you didn't want to play the Saints defense. I don't know if it's what. Well, come on, man. That's just some bull BS right there not to go. Now at least try to go for the win knowing your defense hasn't stopped them once. The one time you did was because Jalen Ramsey dove on the ball. Well, the he only time you actually stopped them the deep. entire game. He threw it hmm? deep. He threw it deep. He went for the win. He just threw that it That was an overtime. That was an overtime. I'm talking about in, in regulation. That should never have gone to overtime. You're right. It shouldn't have because when they had them seventeen nothing, I was like, I was sitting there and Raymond James. I was like, I this thought is they crazy. were gonna. I I was so happy. I thought I thought they were gonna at least 
at least um have the Saints in the foot. No, they go and they blow that shit. I couldn't believe that. That was that was incredible. And then the what made it crazier is um Steve, there there were Bucks players standing on the field because they they didn't they didn't post the score of the game the whole day because they they wanted the Bucks to focus and they were like, well, you know, the whole situation, Bucks Bucks win and then San Francisco wins, the Bucks get the two seed. So they didn't put the score up. And then as as the game ended, they put the they put the game up on the screens, and you had like maybe like five, ten bucks players standing in the end zone watching the game, and you had all these fans still in the stadium watching the game too. And then it cuts to commercial. They run inside to the locker room to watch the game. Everybody's still outside watching this mayhem unfold. It was crazy. That was crazy. That was that's probably the craziest finish. I've ever seen like week in, in the final week of the season. One of the craziest besides what we saw on Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Sunday it helps the bucks and um, I I'm not a big Jalen Ramsey fan. So it was beautiful to watch. Man. Yeah. I hope, I hope Arizona gets him, but I doubt it. Arizona has been looking like a dumpster fire. You never know. Arizona might get him. JJ, I, I can JJ's see it. supposed to come back. That's another one. Rejuvenate the defense. That's another one, honestly. It's um because we got what we got the pay we got the Patriots winning on the road potentially. The Cardinals could win on the road potentially. Arizona already won in LA this year. The first see? one they played, they beat them in Arizona, uh, LA. I could oh, see it. I could see it. I could definitely see it myself too. <laughs> Just so it doesn't matter who wins Wesley. that game. The winner of that game comes to Tampa if Tampa beats Philly, right? Uh, so no. Way if... I don't think so. No, Dallas. If Dallas wins, Dallas goes to Tampa. Oh. I have the bracket. And then the winner right. of that game would go to Green Bay. Yes. But if, so... if, Fort, if San Francisco wins, then the winner of that game would go to Tampa. Yeah, so basically saying, like, if San Francisco wins and the Cardinals win, San Francisco goes to Green Bay next week, and then the Cardinals would come to Tampa if if the Bucks do beat the Eagles. And, yeah. I think the Bucks are going to beat the Eagles. Yeah, I think so, too. I feel like, honestly, I, don't, I feel like the Bucks don't really even need JPP and Shaq Barrett and Levante David to beat Philadelphia. I think – I think that offense will be explosive enough and that defense can get enough stops. Well, we know the Eagles are more run heavy now, so I mean we'll see how that works, but they still got Vita Vey in the middle. So Yeah. I doubt and, Philadelphia wins. I give them like a five percent chance at most. And then the interesting one too is and I, I wasn't around for this one. Steve was, I'm sure. For the first time in twenty eight years, the 49ers and the Cowboys are gonna play in the playoffs. That's crazy that it's been that long. And it's the first time since 1994. Montana Aikman. No, Steve no, Young. Steve Young Aikman. That's right. That's right. And Steve Young. Dion went against Irving. Yeah. And they say it's a no call. Michael Irving claims to this day, it's almost been 30 years that Dion, he said Dion held him and it was past interference. <laughs> Dion says it's been almost 30 years get over it it wasn't past interference but i mean it's this is like this is going to be an emotional game who's jackson state's rival biggest rival 
Jackson State's biggest rival. Oh, I want to say Alcorn. I want to see Michael Irving become the coach at Alcorn. <laughs> that would be beautiful. <laughs> then Dion and, and Michael Irving can go at it. <laughs> you gotta. You might have to get. You might have to get Steve McNair's brother out of there first before that. Oh, happens. is he the coach? All right. Yeah, Fred McNair is the coach. I think because Fred McNair was the oh. back at Alcorn before Steve McNair. Ain't, ain't the Steve McNair, McNair the broke so many much uh, the, the Texans. <laughs> Wait, aren't the McNairs the one who owned the Texans? That's a different McNair. No, that's a different family. No. Oh, different family? I have no idea. Don't ask me. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Steve. I think of all the teams right now that are Jack that proved to be Jackson State's rivals that Jackson State plays on a consistent basis. You're looking at Alcorn, FAMU, um, and Tennessee. Who, who did Prairie View hire? Prairie View hired Eric Dooley. No, not Eric Dooley. Oh my gosh. Because didn't their guy move laterally somewhere else? This guy played for the Houston Oilers, and now he and he went to the University of Miami, but now he's the head coach of Prairie View. And a, a lot of folks were yeah. thinking it was going to be Kevin Sumlin. Can't remember that. Yeah, guy's. we're going off topic, but it's just I was just a random yeah. thought. It's okay. It's okay. All um, right. Who who haven't we done? Oh, Ashton Harrison, Michael Irvin at FAMU. I think uh, we guys. Um, nah. I like Coach Willie. Yeah, I like Willie. He's been too. doing good. It's gonna take a lot, but it would be nice to see Michael Irvin pay a visit. But we know Michael Irvin's so stuck on the University of Miami. If it if it doesn't involve the University of Miami or the Dallas Cowboys, Michael Irvin doesn't want to touch it. Good. All right, one. who haven't we done yet? Uh, we didn't do Raiders and Bengals, and we haven't. Bengals. Uh, have we done everybody? Bengals. 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 I think Bengals beat them once already. I think they're gonna just give it to Mixon. Yeah, or well, just Jam- sort of Chase. Jamar Chase is gonna or cook. Higgins. Chase Higgins, boy, one of the three will cook them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, we did everybody else, right? I'm going through it. Just Mike Zimmer, Matt Nagy, Flores fired. I'm gonna have a oh, rant about that. Oh, hot, wait topics. Till we get to hot topics. Hot topics are gonna be fun as hell. But All now right, we got the NBA. The NBA. Judge got fired too, by the way. Did you see that? Oh yeah, oh, Joe Judge yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. That was good. That was I good said fire. rap. I said rap sheets. Judge, jury, and executioner. Bad pun, but whatever. It's okay. all right. I understood where you were going. You did good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, by Lance Stevenson being a god in Indianapolis. He is. Holy crap. So it's kind of like Nick Foles in Philadelphia. It's Lance Stevenson in Indiana. It's mm-hmm. they're like they're just like some I don't know what kind of power they get when they go there. It's just like holy crap, man! I was like I think he had a career high in assists too. I think the other day, I think it was like Friday or one of those days, he had a career high in assists, like in a triple double or some crap. All that. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Lance Stevenson doing in China? Just have him in Indiana his whole career. <sighs> I'm actually curious too. What was what was Clay Thompson's numbers the night he returned? He had 17. 17. I don't know what his rebounds were, but I know he had 17 points. He had three threes. I think he had two steals. But I don't know about the rest of it. I mean, I'll check it for you. I'm that telling was, you, what Sunday he came back. It's coming along. Yeah, it was Sunday. It's coming along, and it's going to be 
very scary when he gets up to speed with the rest of the team. When the rust comes off. Yes, like it's going to be scary. Okay, and I know, I know, I, ha- I have it here. I have it right here regarding the Lakers. Seventeen, three and one. Seventeen, seventeen. Three points. rebounds and assist. He had one block, two. No, he had no. He had no steals. He had two turnovers, three mm. fouls. He was seven of eighteen. I mean, that's not that great, but yeah, he's coming back from an injury. He'll come back. He's coming back. Rusting us coming off. Yeah. Guessing anybody's gonna come out of the West to challenge him? I don't. I really. I don't know if anybody's gonna Phoenix. rival him. Phoenix is the best team, but I mean, even if the Lakers get active at, in the trade market, I don't think the Lakers have enough firepower to overcome Phoenix yeah. and Golden State. It's it's just not happening. I wouldn't no. even rely on Anthony Davis at this point. You can count on him to be there. Go ahead, go ahead. I was like, can I ask you an off-topic question? Because I, I don't watch nearly as much NBA as you guys. But, like, what happened to the Clippers? Are they just – Kawhi's coming back. Oh, so, he's been back. injured. Kawhi's been injured. Question. He towards the ACL in May or April, late April, early May in the playoffs. Okay. And then, then Paul George won nuclear. That was against Utah. Game five, he tore it. Paul George went nuclear game six. And – Terrence Mann went Terrence Mann and had the greatest game of a Clipper ever. The top eight teams make the playoffs, right? Top eight, top ten make the play-in. Eight through ten have a play-in tournament, winner take all. Eight versus ten, nine versus. Wait. Now I think seven plays, seven plays ten, eight plays nine. There we go. Okay. So as of now, the Clippers would be in the playoffs with a 20 and 21 record. They are 11 games back of first place. Hmm. Now, now Steve got me thinking. I got to think of what Paul George's numbers are. People are saying he's doing good. I have no idea. They haven't. The media hasn't given the Clippers any attention because the Lakers are doing so bad and it's been a dumpster fire. So everybody's been talking about the Lakers. It's like. The ahead, Clippers just played for the championship last year, right? No, that was they last played year. The Eastern Conference. They've never made the NBA Finals. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah. okay. They were they were in the Western. Because the, uh, they lost com- to Phoenix. That's right. That's six? right. I think it was That's six, right? right? Phoenix Deandre, they actually, I think, I think the Clippers should have won that series if DeAndre Ayton didn't get that game two kind of tipping shot looking thing. That they mm-hmm. had at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, think, I, think, I think Phoenix should have. I think I LA could have had a shot to win that game. Because Reggie Jackson was playing good too. And in the East, who is it the Bulls? The Bulls yeah, are, I think, the top seed right now. It's like the 90s. It's like the 90s all over again. Lake, Lakers can't stay healthy for anything. <laughs> He's right. He's right. I think, I think we gotta I'm... get Ashton Harris on the show, like as a person, one time as a guest. We just gotta get him. And this is why I say, like Stephen A. said, LeBron may never win another one. I mean, he's like I, my I don't age. Even know how LeBron's still doing it right now. I can't he's, even he's get out of bed without hurting. I don't know how he gets up and plays basketball. <laughs> <laughs> 
his so body has been that out of bed and came on here tonight. So that's that counts for something. <laughs> no, I really, I really do think LeBron might not win another one, which is, which is kind of crazy to think about. But Paul George has got twenty four seven and five hmm. right now for the season, and he hasn't played one, two, three. He hasn't played the last ten games. Yeah, Steve, I got the uh, Eastern Conference standings for you right now. The top eight teams are as follows from one through eight. The Bulls, the Nets, the Miami Heat have climbed to three. The Milwaukee Bucks are at fourth. The 76ers at five. Cleveland Cavaliers at six. The Toronto Raptors at seven. And then you got LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets at eight. Well, wow. Miami being at three is because of Jimmy Bower came back. The reason why Paul George hasn't played is because he tore away uh, some kind of thing in his elbow. For that, that's why he hasn't played the last ten games. Um, Kyrie just came back, but the Nets are a disaster right now. Uh, who else are we missing? Um, am I missing anybody? The Raptors. Fred VanVleet just won Player of the Week because he won Nuclear. Uh, who else was there that I didn't hit? The Pacers. The Cavs. Uh, I don't even... Pacers are a disaster. Cavs. Jared Allen's been doing great. Uh, Philadelphia is trying to trade Tobias Harris with Ben Simmons, which is $70 million worth of contract right there. And two players. I don't know if anybody's taking that that trade. So I, I like Chicago's chances this year. Milwaukee's going to be right behind them. I still think Milwaukee's coming out of the East. Chicago earns the right to get creamed by Golden State. Yes. Nah, Milwaukee. That, <laughs> is that pretty much what, what it's going to be? This was look, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. The Pacers and the Pistons and the Magic, golly, it's been a long time. Yeah, the Magic. How do the Pacers Pistons just trade for Bull Bull? How does a state that's so crazy about basketball, like, how when's the last time the Hoosiers off, won I'll a be. championship? Like, the '80s. It's been a while, and then the Pacers. I mean, the state. It's probably more crazy about basketball than any other state, and they, they haven't had a decent team in a while. Although Indiana's the doing Pistons, okay, they beat Ohio Pistons State. Won a two thousand. The Pistons won two thousand four. By the way, hmm? he said he'd be happy to join next show. But we could definitely arrange this. Yeah, definitely can. We can do that. Wild card recap. All right. Yep. So, um. The Magic, they just extended their GM and president despite being at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. But that's also because Jonathan Isaac's too busy uh, pandering to the uh, the extreme right. So he's got the number one book right now on Amazon. Just go retire, dude. Get off the team and off the payroll. I don't care. Go retire. Do your books. Shit. I don't know. I don't care. Taking up a contract. You're not even playing. You're too busy on Fox News. Just retire, dude. That knee injury may have been very devastating, so I figured... figured Markel tore his ACL like four months after him, and he's almost... He's going to be back next week. Like, I ain't want to hear shit about Jonathan Isaac. Clay Thompson (laughs) tore his ACL and Achilles and still back before him. Kawhi Leonard probably might come back before him at this rate, and he tore his ACL. Jonathan Isaac tore his ACL of 2022 and 2020 August. So, yeah, I mean, okay, that's come on. 
That is beautiful. He's got more appearances on Fox News than he's had basketball games since March, since COVID started. Let's just leave it like that. <laughs> Jeez. And COVID they started in March. Is that really the last time that we saw him on national television? No, he played in August. He played a, he played games in the bubble, but he's been on Fox News more times than he played games in the bubble. So. Jeez. Yeah. Goodness gracious. But I'm like you, Steve. Uh, it's crazy how a state like Indiana, who's basketball rich, has a team that's 15 and 26 and is like almost in the cellar. Well, basically is in the cellar in the East. Yeah. I mean. And they got good players. I don't know what's wrong with Indiana. I really don't. They got Brogdon. They got Sabonis. They got Turner. They got Bubble Horn. <laughs> They need to get Reggie Miller back out of retirement. That way they can learn how to play some good defense. Mm, yep. I mean, I don't and know what the hell Rick Carlisle is doing over in Indiana right now. He ain't doing much, evidently. <laughs> yeah. You think? They're going to blow. They're going to blow, blow up at the deadline, I think. The really? Team up, I think they'll blow it up. I, I mean – Sabonis, I don't, I doubt Sabonis signs of his. I think he's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. I don't think he'll resign. Turner, I think he's gonna be a free agent too. I doubt he resigns too. I think they're looking at trading TJ Warren. He's been hurt a, a lot. Brogdon is the only one I could say I, I think will stay. But I mean, other than that, that team's a disaster right now. And also speaking of the Pacers, to remember. Uh, Denver, tra- oh no, not the Pacers, the Pistons. Denver traded yeah, both to the Pistons. He went from being a playoff contender to a loser. Hmm. Just like that. He wasn't exactly playing in Denver for obvious reasons. They have the MVP of the league right there. Yeah, that's true too. But I mean, golly. I'm going to the playoffs to now. I'm like, dang, I might not even, I might as well just pack my stuff up now. Like, I mean, book his vacation for uh, from April. Jeez, that's just Get terrible. That vacation already booked. That's just terrible. Uh, also, I too, mean, what's this about Zion continuing to miss time? Yeah, uh, what you want to call it, a relapse, whatever it's called. Yeah, there's a there's a bet on uh. Magic and Pel- Pelicans Twitter essentially were who's gonna come back first, Jonathan Isaac or Zion? He relapsed. What, what define like, what kind well, of you relapse? Know, like his foot, like like the foot, the injury that he has. Okay. Oh, you got okay. So he had like a minor Not that kind of relapse. <laughs> you gotta say setback. <laughs> setback <'Cause>... relapse <laughs> injury. I I don't know what they call it. I, I He's injured. I mean. He doesn't have an addiction. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to see you got an injury setback. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Whatever. You know You're what good. I mean. You're good. Let, let's just go ahead and jump to the to the, to the hot topics here. Yes, oh. let's go have our fun. Jay Peeps, I'm going to let you start it. Well, I will say this. I'm very disappointed in the Miami Dolphins for the way they did Mike Tomlin. Not Mike Tomlin, Brian Flores. It was very <laughs> unprofessional, I felt. Uh, look, look, this man, the team started out one and seven. That's bad. Okay, we get it. 
then he rips off seven straight wins. Eight. Yeah. Or eight, yeah, eight straight wins. No, it was eight out of nine wins, seven straight. Oh, well, yeah, seven. He rips off seven straight wins. Sorry. And then the fact of the matter is, they've been right there every single time. The progress the last is two it's years. Going. Yeah, they've been there. They've been right there. It's just they've been they've been knocking on the door. They were getting really. I thought next year would have been the year for them to really just kick down the door. Last year, Take I off. felt they should have made it in. To be honest, their whole issue was their offensive line, and that's more of the GM than the coach. Exactly. And see. This is the problem. Miami's giving up too soon when, in reality, Miami needs to take a step back and look at themselves in the mirror and say, look, we haven't really had anybody to really get up and excited about since Dan Marino left. We haven't had a coach that we could really depend on to be that big-time shot caller since Don Shula and Jimmy Johnson and it's you, you you gotta you gotta think about what you're gonna do before you do it with this hire. Because this this hire is essentially the next five to ten years. That's what this yeah. next hire is. And Miami as a whole has not had much to really celebrate in regards to football, whether it be college football or pro football. Not it's been how long God, how long in general. It was 20 sports years in general since 2015. Yeah. And like, like and their whole city as a sports city has been since 2014, since Bosch retired and LeBron went back to Cleveland. They haven't been relevant in sports since then. Crazy. Panthers are doing good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Florida Panthers, but that's Fort Lauderdale. That's not Miami. That's, who do you think they root for South, Miami? That's South Florida. <laughs> Panthers, Panthers haven't won a playoff series since 1994 or some shit like that. I don't care. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You got to cut him some slack. I want to know your thoughts, though, on this uh, Matt Nagy thing. I mean. And Mike Zimmer. I mean, Nagy should have been fired since, like, we feel my honest opinion, but they weren't going to do that. They just decided to throw Justin Fields into a blender. I mean, Steve was talking about he was hoping the Jaguars wouldn't ruin Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this can be kind of bold, but, I mean, if the Bears botched this hire, if I'm Justin Fields, I'm asking for a trade. I wouldn't want to deal with that client show. Because we saw what, what John Fox and uh, Matt Nagy did to Trubisky. I mean... The Bears, there's a reason why the Bears haven't had a successful quarterback since like ever. Jim, that was that yeah, was I was gonna back. say like 85, but that's been like since ever. So, I mean, I mean, Rex Grossman took him to the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, 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 you really say but you know what Rex- I mean? Like, they haven't had like a, a quality, yeah. actual, consistent, quality, high level quarterback. So, I mean, if I'm Justin Fields, I mean, do you want to go through another coaching staff trying to figure themselves out? It's, 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 it, I wouldn't want to deal with that kind of nonsense because, I mean, they have the same issue I think New York has, and their issues are in the general manager position or the head coaching position. There is just the higher, higher ups, like the president and like CEO kind of nonsense. 
that's where their issues lie. I mean, and if you're, do you want to go and mess yourself up for that? I mean, I really wouldn't do it. Because now he was horrible. On the screen. All right. So Just drop your ad in the comment section on Twitter. We'll, we'll work it. Definitely be in touch. Yep. We'll definitely we're, be. We're, we're gonna give him a shout out because he always on the comment section. That's what we need. We need always. The always. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, and that he had that one good season in like 2018 or whatever. I think he won Coach of the Year that year too. But that was off of that's just when they got Khalil Mack and that defense was good. Trubisky even went to the Pro Bowl, and then Nagy got that ego built in his head, and he thought my system works and it's the right way, and no other way is right, no matter what player he has. And he just threw it into a dumpster fire. It turned it into a dumpster fire. I actually got one here for you, Steve, from from pretty famous Florida Gator wide receiver whom you might know of. By the name of Jaquez Green, so I, because I, I asked him, I asked him about like what did he think was going to happen to Kirk Cousins in Minnesota after Mike Zimmer was let go, and he just said point blank, I just don't think there's a bunch of better quarterbacks or a lot of or a lot if any good QBs in general after like the first ten. Mainly stating like the, you have the top ten QBs in the NFL right now, but then I think there's like a very big drop off. Yeah, and then, Cousins is owed thirty million guaranteed next sense. season. Yeah. See, yeah. keep that in mind. And then also too, I mean, I, I wouldn't outside of who Sam Howell. There's not much really there in the QB market for the draft. So if I'm Pickett and Corral. But yeah, I do. I I like Corral, but I don't. He doesn't seem. This I worry about his durability. vibes, or twenty twelve vibes. The one that had, or was it what year was Bortles and all those guys and Blaine Gabbert years? Was, those two quarterback oh, years. Oh, that was the year before Jamison Mariota. That was uh twenty. That's the draft class. That one and the one with Blaine Gabbert. And that the, those Gabbard was, was like two, thirteen or something. Yeah, Gabbard was thirteen. Yeah, those are the two years I'm talking about. That's what that's what I think this draft class is. I don't Bortles know why. Twenty fourteen, the twenty fourteen draft. Yeah, Gabbard. Yeah, he was the Jadavian draft. So yeah, Bortles was like fourteen. Bortles was the Jadavian Clowney draft. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That feels like so long ago now. That really does. Oh my gosh! Like if you think about it, like like Jadavion Clowney too. When you say Jadavion Clowney, I'm like, yeah, hasn't been hasn't he been around the NFL for like ten years? And I know he hasn't really been there for like ten years, but he's been there a long time. He really has. It's it's pretty crazy because now you're just like, golly, like that was like Who that is he? Long ago. What team is he on? South Carolina. He's on South Carolina. No, no, not in college. Buffalo. In no, no, Buffalo. Right he was with Houston. He was with Houston originally. No, he yeah. got drafted by Houston. Then he went to Seattle. I was like. Is he in Tennessee or Cleveland? He was, in, he was in Tennessee for a minute. He was in Tennessee. Because I remember when he got to Houston, the, the intent was um, for him and JJ. and JJ to be like this most the most like lethal pass rushing duo in the league, and it never really took off because he wasn't healthy. Well, JJ wasn't really all that healthy. Both of them didn't stay healthy. Yeah. See, and then 
the McNair family, they cut ties there, of course. It's kind of so, hard to believe Mike Tomlin and Dave Carr are the only two African-American coaches right now. Well, the Rooney family's consistent. They don't they, – Well, they, yeah, we know why. Well, Tomlin – Tom, the Rooney family was like that, but then you also had to remember Tomlin's also never had a losing season. And exactly. then you also think Brian Flores had two winning seasons, and yet he got fired. Because folks in Miami don't know what they're doing. I think. They don't know what they're but doing. But, I mean, come to Jacksonville. That's what I say. I mean, I would have had a, a fire show here if um Joe Judge was the head coach of the Giants uh, at Bill? 8 o'clock today, but... Luckily I'm for them, they out. fired him before the show. I'm trying to figure out what happened between December, the day after Christmas, and and today. What what happened? What like I said, I know there was a lot of losing, but what happened inside the front office? Because at first we were like, oh, we're going to bring him back. He's coming back. It's going to be all good. It's going to be fine. And then we fast forward to now, to today, to January 11th. We fired him. What happened? Let me see if I can find this. There's this picture. They got uh, good at math and decided that 10 and 23 is a horrible record. It took them long. That's, 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 that's what happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, y'all can see that picture. I don't want to get copyrighted or anything. This is the play the Giants actually ran last week. So they ran a victory formation. <laughs> it's it's the flying like V from the Mighty Ducks. That's <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was waiting for something to. I, 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 I took the photo. I thought it was a video. I was waiting for something to happen. I was like, "Oh, was sorry, like, no." I was like, "Why I, did I didn't have a video for that?" But it was just a picture of like the actual like how they run the plays or whatever. I was and I think assuming, he actually called the plays. Or who, that 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 Giants man, them is a dumpster fire. I was them kind and of the waiting, Dolphins. I was kind of waiting for it to be like motioned into like a Maryland oh. formation or something maybe. I was like, okay, well they'll probably go like Maryland Eye. And then run something, do something that we never have seen before to kind of wow us because they're not that good. But they just no. Mm. That's beautiful. Hey, shout That's out cool. Marquise Bell. He got an invite to Indy for the combine, and then Savian Williams got the HBCU Legacy Bowl invite. Yes, yes. So Marquise Bell, who really, if you ask me, is the best safety in the 2022 NFL draft. Him and well, he, him, and then he, the kid, is he the one from Notre yeah. Dame? Yeah, yeah, him Kyle and Hamilton are, like, I think, I feel are the best two safeties in the NFL in the NFL draft right now. He got a combine invite to Indianapolis, rightfully so. I'm, I'm surprised that there that there's only one or two HBCU players going to Indianapolis. There should be more, like James Houston, who transferred from Florida to Jackson State. Should definitely be in Indy, I think. But also, too, yeah, congrats, Savian Williams. Also going to HBC Legacy Bowl down in Miami, Florida. I believe it's in Miami. I know the HBC Combine's down in Miami. But congrats to both of them. They it's earned it. Louisiana. Ah, okay, okay. That makes sense, then. I know the HBC Combine is in. That that's in Miami, Florida, and then also too, I Ace's boy Isaiah Land also the uh, Buck Buchanan Award coming home, coming back home to an HBCU. So I, I got to give credit where credits due there. So 
Round of applause to all three of them. Yeah. And then also, too, we got to give you a shout-out. You got to do two J-peeps. Also, do a shout-out to Coach Prime and Nick Saban. They both got bit by some bulldogs this bowl season. <laughs> seems, like, seems like if you do don't athletic. Call the, don't call animal control, please. Oh, no. It seems like if you if you wear big chains and little Debbie cream pies and stuff, that you just get bit by dogs. Uh, All right, so I just can't wait for next year's Aflac commercials. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so <laughs> funny. That's going to be hilarious. All right, so one more thing before we wrap this up, I want I want to ask you guys what you guys think about these. So the wide receiver class for the draft this year is going to have some guys coming off major injuries. So we got Jameson Williams and Michi both got ACLs already torn, so they're probably going to miss their rookie years. You have Justin Ross coming off his uh, broken neck issue that he had. And you got George Pickens just coming back from his ACL injury. So, I mean, the wide receiver class this year, like, do you guys think teams are going to make a big deal of it for the draft? Or do you think it's going to be um, you're going to have Olave, William, uh, Wilson, Burks, and uh, that Dotson guy out of Penn State be the top four? And then these guys go second-round flyers. The immediate, the immediate contributors, I think, are definitely Pickens and Olave, in my opinion. I, it would have been Javante Williams and Michi. Jamison Williams. Yeah, Javante Jam- Williams was a running back in Denver. My bad. It would have been Jamison Williams Jameson. and Michi, but I think the injuries mounting and stuff, it, it kind of hurt their chances of being like solidifying themselves as like the top notch guys. So right now I would, my big board says Olave underneath him. I got Pickens. Yeah. Olave is number one for sure. Yeah. Olave is guy. Cause I mean, you look at what happened this, uh, that 2020 draft, right? Ruggs went first because he could run fast but then you had C.D. Lamb and Jackson be the next, like, three, be the next, uh, no, Judy went before Lamb and then Jefferson, right? And Rager was in between those two. And the guys that could separate are the guys that are doing good in the NFL right now, like Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, right? Those are the guys who can get open. and They're not, like, the fastest guys, but they can still run the routes good enough to get open like Devontae Adams does. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to think a lot of it's got to go the first one this dude could just oh, run definitely. definitely and the thing is is who takes him that's true too we can actually look at the let's see nfl draft ordered for 2022 so the nfl draft order for 2022 is as follows jacksonville detroit houston new york Oh, you don't want a lobby to go to New York. We'll never hear from him again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Giants. Well, well, I don't think either New York team need a receiver. They need offensive line and defense. The Giants and the Jets both have multiple picks in the top ten. Oh, they'll screw up both of them. Well, the Giants for sure might screw up one. The the Jets are gonna not win the draft. Or well, quote unquote, you want the Giants. Or the Jets will quote unquote win the draft, and that means well, technically 
The Jets have been doing good. I'll give them credit. They did good on Makai Beck, Elijah Vera Tucker, and Elijah Moore. So I'll give them some credit. The Giants have been botching the draft since, like, ever. Since Keyshawn came, really the past 40 years of their existence, 50 years of their existence, yeah. ever mm-hmm. since after Bowl three. Essentially, yeah. I was gonna say, let's just not go back ten years. We might as well just go back all the way. <laughs> let's let's just not even nitpick it. Let's not skip to it. Let's just yeah. get to it. <laughs> well, what else we got? Anything? Uh, Gettleman retiring. That's it. I mean, Imani Beats being horrible right now in college basketball. You want to do our college basketball preview before we wrap it up? We need to talk about something when college football is over. Sure, sure. Hit me with it. I mean, I'll so our go. top five for hmm? I'll say go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so the top five right now in college basketball is as follows: Gonzaga two, UCLA, Auburn, USC. Well, you know those always change. I think Duke, Duke, Duke got beat by some. Uh, Duke got beat um, Miami. It was by Miami. They got beat by somebody. Somebody else beat. Beat Duke, I think. But Ohio State beat them, side's not even in the top ten. Wow. Wait, but you said you said Auburn. So, yeah. Auburn's in the top five. Yeah, Auburn's number four. Auburn's uh, four. Pearl. Bruce Pearl's got his guys going. And both Southern Cal um, schools are in the top five: USC and UCLA. So USC was Johnny losing Houston to Stanford earlier. I don't. I, I don't know if they they ended up winning right that now. game or not. I'm going to say it as far as college basketball. I don't know much about college, college basketball until March. I I can't put my faith in Gonzaga until I actually finally see Gonzaga climb to the mountaintop, kind of like with Georgia. I had a tough time trusting Georgia for a little while until Georgia finally got over the hump here. Same thing goes for Gonzaga. And then someone brought up a good point to me. Who from Gonzaga has made an impact in the NBA? Not Jalen Suggs. I know that because he broke his hand. Because if we if you really think about it, Gonzaga is the equivalent to the IMG Academy in terms of what IMG Academy puts in the NFL and, and IMG players do nothing when they get to the NFL. Gonzaga players, they ain't really doing too much when they get to the NBA. Fresh off the presses, Stanford beat Southern Cal. Oh, there we go. Breaking news. So wow. we know USC is getting out of the top five. Yep. Bruce Pearl still climbing. So wait, Stanford beat USC in both football and basketball this year. That's yeah. Is it, wasn't the Stanford who beat USC and then they fired uh, that head coach in football? Clay Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. so. Yeah, it was. You got a good Stanford one tonight. You got Auburn, Auburn and Bama play tonight. Bama's ranked in the top ten. That'll be good. Bama's been good. Yeah, Honestly, Bama's been good this year. Florida State, Miami playing right now too. I I had a conversation about this with somebody. Alabama just in sports across the board, they are trying to build something that like where they just can win championships all across the board. They've already won one in softball. They've won. You we already know the history of the football team. Um, Basketball's made an impact winning the SEC tournament. And then you've got baseball's a threat. 
So it's like they made noise tracks. last year in the play, uh, March Madness too. Yeah, so it's it's like, dude, how long until we we witness a a, a time where they've won a championship in every single sport? It's coming. The problem yeah. is, it's just hard to stay on the mountaintop. Yeah. Once, once you, once you win one, something happens. You know, like that'll be when Saban retires. Then all of a sudden, Bama will become a basketball school or something like that. Yeah. Um, so like UF. Yeah, kind of. You know, I would. I, I yeah. saw him look at you out the corner of his eye. He wanted to be say something really slick just now. He looked at you, Ace, and he was like, he was like, really. Really? I mean, I waited they did lose so to FSU, so I don't know if they're a complete basketball school. So I waited so long for that... Florida to win a baseball championship, and then I didn't even get to watch it. And I'll probably never get to watch a, a baseball championship. You will have faith. You got to have faith. I was out of the country. Don't they got, they got some – I think – I don't know if it's uh, oh, this year, though, but I know they got some – I don't know if it's like MLB. I have no idea, but I heard they have like some really good people in uh, Florida. Yeah, they, they've got a good – class but it's so i mean baseball might be the toughest but baseball or basketball one of the i don't know which one's harder but like it's hard to win the national championship i say baseball yeah because it's fluky yeah right like weird things can happen in baseball exactly Um, i mean look how many times florida state made it and how many times florida state has not won a national championship exactly Like, like it's it's a lot of bounces can just you could lose the game on a ground rule double yeah like it's it's crazy, yeah. and it's always really just about you know as hard as it is to say it's just the ball got hit in the right place at the right time. Yeah, and one more hot topic before we end it is the baseball. They're having some kind of meeting in the MLB for the year bargaining agreement because they're in a lockout right now. It's so always a lockout. With yep, they always it's want always- their money and they always get paid re- absurd amounts of money. So. This is why we didn't have a baseball season back in 1995. Huh. Yep. Remember that, Ace? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Huh. All right. Um, oh, right. JP, let's wrap this up. I was going to say, does he remember the NBA lockout in, like, what, 99? That took up, like, half the season. But I'm... Hey, I watched Michael Jordan play baseball in the minor <laughs> leagues. <laughs> You, so you read about that in the history books. I actually no, saw I saw that. In I saw him strike out with my own eyes. No, see, he saw, I saw it him strike out in space jam. He's in the last dance. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Lord have mercy, ladies and gentlemen. Are we are we wrapping this up? Because we just I guess so. We oh just got we went so off topic, like so oh many times. But a, I mean, that's fun part about it. I mean, we can't do nothing wrong with that. We had a good audience tonight. Shout out to Ashton. Yep. Definitely get him on for yeah, next. You got to get Ashton on. He always keeps in the comment section. He carries the comment section. As always, Steve, aka Sad Gator. We we appreciate you joining us. Mm-hmm. This hey, thanks for having me on. Always always, always enjoy Jordan. Always remember there there is going to come a day where Florida will have their chance again at UCF. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Gee. I expected it, man. I expected it. And you know what? It was Christmas, and I told my aunt, I, I turn on, I just stopped watching the TV. I didn't want to tear down the Christmas tree. <laughs> I did what I had to do. I, I put together a puzzle instead of watching that game. That's what I did. Oh, 
You know how upset you have to be to put together a puzzle? It was a thousand piece puzzle. Nobody else was touching it. That's what I'm saying. And I it was like it was like therapy because I was getting so mad watching that game. See, this is do you know how upset this, this is why we bring Steve to why yeah. we bring Steve on. A yeah, thousand piece I'm... puzzle. That that's like the that's like that meme when the girl she she neatly places the guy's stuff outside of the door and everything. They were, and then everybody's like, see, this girl, you know she's upset because she had time to place everything outside neatly. Oh, and she was probably mumbling to herself while she was doing it too. Exactly. Like she's having like a mini rant inside her, like she's just saying it like quietly while she's doing that. Oh my goodness. Goodness gracious. That's hilarious. That, that's tough, man. Oh. That's that's thousand. It's okay, I think we puzzle. play them in like a couple years. We'll we'll get it back. We'll get it back. Oh, they'll be heading over to the Big Twelve. The guy John Plumley, is that the guy's name? We forgot to say John, that. John Genres Plumley, yeah. He may not even be there when when that happens. I don't even know who that is. I mean, I heard somebody just saying that. I, was like, he I, was I guess he's good. I don't know. He was back. That was Chris Torello who was saying something good about him. Yeah, he was back up at Ole Miss. He's he's pretty legit, but he may not be there by the time UCF and Florida tangle up again. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, folks, that's going to do it for us for this episode of the yeah, last Hit podcast. Yeah, uh, yes, that's how people know. There yes. you go. We hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Ace, take and it back. Yeah, man, this this was fun. I think. I mean, we we hit all the all the playoff games. We recapped the national championship with Uga's biggest fan just showing up on the camera to start this whole show. I mean, you know how we do it. Be a friend, tell a friend. You know how to do that. You have by now if you've been watching this. We're going to figure out some way to bring you fun stuff while college football is not in the picture for a while. I mean, there will still be college football news, but that'll just probably be in Hot Topics. You guys know that's how we did it with the NHL, too. Who knows how that works, but, you know... Your friend, tell a friend, like, share, subscribe. You know where to find us. Flash will be back next week, so we'll see how that goes. Please figure out how to not talk over people. That's one whole different story. But hey, it was it was fun while it lasted. Um, pretty sure Running Gun's back. What next week when the money come? Running Gun will be back when Uncle Sam shows up. Money, yeah. So we might have a surprise when it comes back. Exactly. You might so, have a surprise. So Keep you, your eyes out for when that comes out. Exactly. And somehow the lights are still on for this episode because the, the rent is due for this. Ep- the rent's due. I don't know how we we still got this episode off. But Uncle Sam need to come through because we, we, right now we're in the arms of an angel. Yeah. I mean, stop building space hotels and start giving us more money on the college side for kids. You know how it is. They exactly. said they're gonna build a space hotel by 2027 instead of forgiving student loans. I don't know. I guess forgiving student loans doesn't make more money for them, like a space hotel. But I mean, that's the only thing these people know. I'm about so, to see. Back to you said that. I'm about to go put together my own thousand piece puzzle. <laughs> America, y'all, y'all take y'all take care. Y'all yeah, take care. Steve, don't leave. All right, don't leave.